Welcome to the Bond Brain. And now, without further ado, here's your host, Bud West. Welcome back to the Bond Brain for a look at the documentary The Other Fellow by Matthew Bauer. Now, I just recently got to see this several months ago. I think it was February. Uh, David Zariski of the Bond Experience was very gracious, and he invited me up to a showing of this in New York City with some other content creators. And unfortunately, I could not go see it. My wife and I had other plans that weekend. So it took quite a while until I got around to seeing this documentary, and I thought it was definitely worth a podcast or just sharing some thoughts on it. Now, it's actually, I think, something that's very difficult to review, and I never get into detailed reviews. I, I don't think I'm really that qualified. However, I still think that it's definitely a topic worth talking about. Now, I say it's difficult to review because this is not a situation where you're reviewing a historic event, you know, the Battle of Hastings, the, the life of Oliver Cromwell or Winston Churchill or Franklin Roosevelt, the Battle of Gettysburg, anything along those lines. So you can't really look at something like this from an accuracy point of view or a new information point of view, because it's really just people sharing their feelings about having to live with the name James Bond. So I'm going to start with the positives, get into a couple of things that, that I that I thought were negatives, and then, and then try to end with positives here. One, I love the concept. I'm not sure where he came up with this, but I have to uh, give uh, Matthew Bauer a uh, Definite round of applause for for this concept. It's a neat question to ask, and I think it's very interesting. How do people deal with it? Do they have fun with it? Does it annoy them? So I think it's very, you know, it's a very cool thing to, to start with. So I love the concept from the outset. I think that he made it visually appealing, and he pretty much just sat back and let these people have their take on it. And the way he edited it together was really well, and all in all, I found the thing very entertaining. The people themselves, though, and th this is no reflection of Matt Bauer because, you know, he got what he got. He went out and he had hunted down these people. He let them have their say, which is all he can really do in this situation. So he brought that off well. But with some of these people, it was kind of odd. Now, some of the responses from them, it's a blessing and a curse, which was a very common theme in the early outset of the documentary. I get that. Okay, and, and I knew that that was probably going to be it. If you had this name, James Bond, and you just didn't like these movies, I know people that don't like them. I like them. There's movies I like and movies they like that I don't like. That's life. We all have our opinions and different things speak to us. So I can see where it could get annoying every time you say your name and somebody makes one of these jokes. I can actually totally identify that myself. I've been told multiple times, particularly if I have on a black suit, white shirt, and I'm wearing sunglasses, I get people that tell me I look like the character portrayed by Hugo Weaving in The Matrix. It happens all the time. Full disclosure, I've never seen The Matrix. I watched 10 minutes of it. I got insanely bored. I shut it off. I never actually got to the part that Hugo Weaving is in the film. I like him as an actor. He's great in The Lord of the Rings. I thought he was pretty good in Captain America as the Red Skull. He showed up in some other things over the over the years, and I really do like him as an actor in everything he's done. I never really saw The Matrix because it just, and I'm a sci-fi guy, it just did not hold my interest. Nonetheless, I get these references all the time, particularly if I have sunglasses 
people and, and you know, am I in the matrix? Am I in the matrix? And I, I don't, most of the time I just ignore it. I don't ever respond to it at all because if I find that I say I've never seen the movie, people are just flabbergasted for some reason that, you know, how dare you live in America or in the world and not see the matrix. It's a really weird response and particularly a science fiction movie. And I work with IT people who really get into science fiction that that goes without saying. So I generally don't respond to it. But it, it it is a little annoying after a while. These probably get these guys probably get this a thousandfold. I mean it, it can't I say all the time it, it's it's not like an everyday thing. But these guys I would imagine it happened quite often. Some of them seem to take it in stride. I thought the one response was funny, the you know, with the guy who just wanted to get his credit card fixed. <laughs> he just, you know, he didn't call the credit card company to talk about movies. He called to get his credit card fixed. I can also see people not believing it. Some of the stories, though, folks, I'm going to say I'm going to go with. They're a little far-fetched, and I'll talk about some individuals here. Again, not a reflection of Matthew Bauer. These are the people. These are the way they feel. These are the stories they tell. And he let them tell whatever stories they wanted. So starting with the gentleman who was listed as an inmate and whether he and he really murdered the guy, I don't think people could tell he did not get out because he was not guilty. It was a hung jury, which means that there were people on that jury who felt that there was enough evidence that he actually did commit that crime. And then those who didn't, that's not how the system works. And so he was rightfully let go. But I don't think in any way this guy has been affected, no matter what he says, by having the name James Bond. He seemed to have some huge problem with going 007, but then he gave himself a nickname, the Dark Knight. Outside of the fact that people giving themselves nicknames, it is a little odd. It's not like, you know, his name was Robert and he said, call me Rob. Or his name is, you know, Philip and he says, hey, call me Phil. Calling yourself the Dark Knight, that's a little out there. And this gentleman seemed to seriously have some problem with uh, racist tendencies, personal racist tendencies on his part. I think one of the most ridiculous things that he said was, you know, a white man named James Bond can kill whoever he wants, but for a black man, it's a crime. That's absurd. I mean, so you could tell that this guy could not really think straight. No, a fictional character named James Bond could kill anyone he wants. And a real person named James Bond cannot. That's how the system works. He doesn't seem to get that. He's, he seems to see racist everywhere, which means that, you know, and he didn't want to be called Jim because that's a white name. This guy obviously has issues that transcend the fact that he was named James Bond. The gentleman who makes money off of it, but seems to hate it at the same time. I don't quite get him either. If I was named James Bond and I got an opportunity at just sheer luck to make a little money off it, I totally get that. Why not? I mean, why not pull in a little scratch there? Because, you know, that happens to be your name. But to then complain that you have to do things such as say the line Bond, James Bond over and over, you're getting paid to do that. And somebody even alludes to that. So there's some hypocrisy on his part. Uh, it's a shame that he got taken advantage of by a newspaper interview. But again, he granted that interview. He made an appearance on Letterman. He makes and goes out of his way to you know draw attention to the fact that he has the name and then says he hates it. That's a little strange to me. He also mentions being nine pages deep on Google because of this fictional character. Well, look, 
Bud West is not a fictional character name, and I am way more than nine pages deep, pal. So the fact that you're nine pages down, you're probably doing better than the average person. Why you want to be at the top of the Google list, who knows? If he had actually done something that transcended the the notoriety of a fictional character's name, well, hey, you know, then earn it. I don't think he earned it, and, and yet he's blaming it on the name that he has. The man who is a an oil man, the older gentleman who was named James Bond far before Ian Fleming even wrote the character, he, he's a very even keel guy. I liked him. He, you know, said, hey, I'm just not into these movies. And that's really all. He didn't disparage anything. He didn't talk down to it. The kid who was given number seven on his football team and they call him 007, he seemed to think it was pretty cool. That wasn't, you know, that didn't seem, it didn't seem to be an issue for him. Whether he will change his mind when he gets older, nobody knows. The gentleman who claimed because he said his name was James Bond, he got drugged by a police officer through a car window and had a gun put in his face. If that really happened, there's more to that story. Giving an officer a fake name doesn't elicit that kind of response. I just don't buy that. I mean, he got pulled over in the first place, not because the guy didn't know his name, but because he obviously committed some type of violation. So he's already in the officer's sights. And I I don't think that he was telling the whole story there. That's just my take on it. I could be wrong on that. You may have a different opinion and everyone's entitled to have a different opinion. I just don't buy that guy's whole story. The politician was pretty funny. He seemed to enjoy it. I think the best guy in the whole thing, of course, was the gentleman in Sweden, the older gentleman. He's got the James Bond Museum, the Aston Martin, the Omega. I was a little jealous of that guy. I mean, he, you know, he's got a gondola from one of the movies. He bought the Lotus. He's got one of the snowmobiles from the Bond movies. And he only drinks Bollinger. I can't quite, I mean, I can afford a little bit of Bollinger, but not the only alcohol I drink. And uh, I kind of thought he was a pretty cool guy. And I thought that it was interesting. You know, he was a man that grew up without a father and he kind of used the character as a way to, you know, learn how to be a man. I thought that was a pretty interesting piece. And I can totally get that. I mean, James Bond is, you know, as masculine as you're going to get as far as the depiction of that character in movies. So that was that was pretty good. I thought it was pretty funny. The guy who said that he really didn't get to see the movies because of the Christian community that he grew up in and that You know, everyone thought, you know, oh, James Bond, womanizer, but he made the joke about, you know, being not so uh, savvy with the ladies or not having those classical good looks that draw the ladies in. I think he was a pretty realistic, realistic guy. Now, the lady who named her son James Bond to keep him away from an abusive ex-husband, that's a little strange, if you ask me. That's a very strange, I'm going to hide him in the crowd kind of thing. Particularly when you allow your face to be shown in a movie and you've now outed the name that you gave to the child. Now, she alluded to the fact that she had heard he was dead, but she then refuted that with he might still be alive. So why, in God's name, would she stick her face on a movie and give the name away? Because Matthew Bauer found this kid, who appears to now be a young man, but nonetheless, I mean, I don't discount the story. I just think that that was a really odd decision for her to make. And, you know, it's 
an individual who comes across as very impulsive. She meets a man and marries him two weeks later. She decides that one of the most popular fictional characters in history is the name she's going to give her son so that he can avoid attention. That is not going to get him less attention. It's going to get him more attention. If you're a bartender, if you're a clerk in a store, and somebody hands you a charge card, and you see that their name is James Bond, you're going to remember that person. And if somebody comes around after the fact, and in a very friendly tone says, you know, hey, I have a buddy of mine, he lives around here, his name happens to be uh, James Bond. You wouldn't happen to know where he is. People will remember that because of that name. So if she made this decision on her own or someone who talked her into it, I think that that was not a very logically intelligent move because look what happened. Matthew Bauer found him, and I read an article on how he hunted these people down, and it was basically Facebook, internet searches. He came up with these people pretty quick. So that, I felt, was kind of odd. All in all, very entertaining documentary. I thought the pacing was really good. As I said before, visually stunning. The, the clipping in the little audio clips from news services just to get an overall feel and the graphical overlays over the city. I, I loved that. And I, I thought that, you know, Matthew Bauer did an excellent job with this. It, it's definitely worth watching if you haven't seen it yet. And, uh, and actually, I, I watched it once and I'm about halfway through it again because I thought it was that interesting. But that's my take on it. I don't know what your take on it is. Uh, check it out if you haven't or chime in, leave some messages on Instagram. Instagram. Let me know what you think. But that's it. The Other Fellow by Matthew Bauer. Check it out if you can. This is Bud West with the Bond Brain, and the Bond Brain will return. 